Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your hey there, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. Man, it's Wednesday already. I cannot believe it. October the 4th, year of our Lord, 2023. We are just cranking our way through this 10th month of the year. Hey. Just, it's happening quickly. Hey, Edwin. Yeah. It's 10-4, good buddy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 10-4, <laughs> good buddy. <laughs> breaker, breaker. Breaker, breaker. <laughs> oh, boy. How many this of these are we going to get today? This here's the rubber duck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I think I'm going to read John 4. Okay. <laughs> John 4. I'm going to read verses 7 through 15. A woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink for me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. All right. Living water. I mean, wouldn't that be great if that daily routine or... Every other day routine of drawing water could just, you wouldn't have to do that? Well, I don't. I don't. I just go and I turn a, a knob on a faucet and I have water. Oh, well, that's true. I think, I think, you know, I think about it and realize that uh, the, the folks at this day and age, they, I, I can almost, I can almost understand why they misunderstood. I can almost get why they were fixated on mm. the water from the well and that, that focus on, boy, wouldn't it be great not to have to carry a bucket all the way out of town, out to the well, and then carry it all the way back every time I need water. I, so yeah. I, I get why she's fixated on the wrong water, but she's fixated on the wrong water. So we've been highlighting connections of Jesus and Old Testament connections, particularly with Moses. But here in John 4, we're going back further we're getting into the Genesis times now and the writings of Moses yes. by looking at wells. And there's just an awful lot of people we find meeting each other at wells. Yeah. Uh, in the book of Genesis, it's, it's, quite the, it's quite the staging area. I feel like Moses steps up as a shepherd and is able to stand out in the eyes of Jethro for uh, protecting... Yeah, in Exodus chapter 2. Well, it's all of his daughters. He ends up getting to marry Zipporah. Zipporah, that's what it was. But it's several of Jethro's daughters come. I think seven, actually. But uh, Zipporah is the one Moses ends up marrying from that. So that's in Exodus chapter 2. We have in Genesis the two accounts with uh, both Isaac Isaac, meeting Rebekah. And she comes and draws water for him to water him in his camp. Well, that was the that servant, servant. Abraham's servant. servant going but that's to how the find. wife is found for yeah. Isaac. Yeah, and then Jacob, and that one happens in Genesis twenty-four. And then you have Jacob with Rachel, 
who ends up meet, marrying right. Leah and Rachel, and that happens in Genesis chapter 29. All these things happen. I will tell you, there, there's one that happens before that, though, that most people, as we're making our lists of meeting women at Wells, gets missed. And I'll just share it yeah. with you. And that's in Genesis chapter 16, when Hagar, Hagar is given to Abraham as a concubine. Yeah. And when she gets pregnant, she looks at Sarah kind of side-eyed, and Sarah gets upset and drives her out. Right. And she goes out, and guess where she ends up? At a well. At a well. And the angel of the Lord meets Hagar at a well. And she's sitting there. You know, she, she thinks she's yeah, going to die. This is it. And what the angel of the Lord says is, no, you go back. You go back to Abram. You're going to stay in that house for a while. And I'm going to make you a great people. And your son is going to have lots and lots of of descendants. They're going to be great people that come from him. And that all happens. And that's, if I remember right, I think she calls that well, Beer Lahoyroy. which means the God who sees. Mm -hmm. And she says there, uh, God sees me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important in this story because now we have, I mean, what did we have? We had a woman that was driven out by her husband. Yeah. Where where are we here? Maybe five times. (laughs) Now we've got With with this woman in Sychar in John 4. Driven out five times. Okay. Okay. And now she's with a man who's not even her husband. Yeah. Okay. So she's not fully married to this it's 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 an odd thing but here's well let's just face it we know here's god at the well yeah here's the messenger of the lord here is the lord and he sees her Mm -hmm. he sees her and he blesses her and from her there comes a whole group of people that now are part of God's kingdom it's and incredible. his children. It's incredible. You know, w- with our list of, of meeting women that wells, yeah. with, with the exception you just made, which is a fantastic point to mm-hmm. keep it in the list. Yeah. It's always shepherds showing up at these wells. And now you have the good shepherd, Jesus Christ, showing up at the well. Very good. One of the other things, at least with the other three. Now, Hagar is, of course, an exception to this. Uh, Unless you have that she's now going to go back and continue as the concubine, which is a kind of wife to Abraham. But what we have is that with each of the other three, we end up having some, a marriage. That's right. And and recall that in just our last chapter in John, John chapter 3, you remember what John the Baptist said he was and what Jesus is? Yeah, he's, he's the friend of the bridegroom because Jesus is the bridegroom. And Jesus is the bridegroom. And so then mm-hmm. we have this story that automatically among Jewish readers, as soon as they're hearing it, oh, wow, this sounds like Jesus is about to get married. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is about to find a wife. And, of course, it kind of turns on its head when he says, go call your husband. And we, uh, yeah. Jewish oh, readers might be like, so. oh, good. She's, okay, he's about to... Pre- Oh wait, no, she's been married five times and she's shacking up with somebody. That doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound, that doesn't sound like Rachel and Leah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like merit marital material. But of course, let's not make the mistake the same mistake she made. Mm-hmm. She's listening to his teaching about water and she's giving it an earthly meaning. Remember, yes. remember we pointed out with Nicodemus, what's the misunderstanding all the time? Yeah, how, how do I go back into my, my my mother's womb and yeah. be born again? I don't understand this at all. He's giving an earthly meaning when Jesus is giving a heavenly teaching. Mm. And that's the same thing here. She gives an earthly meaning to the water. Yeah, she's saying, you don't even have anything to draw with. Yeah, he's speaking of heavenly meaning, heavenly water. So let's make sure we don't make the same mistake as as might happen in this story. Taking Oh, oh, he's about to get married. Well, he does because he's the groom. Now, it's not an earthly wedding. It's not an earthly marriage, but we are going to find 
Paul talks about Christ and the church as husband and wife at the end of yeah. the book of Revelation. John writing that as yeah, well the pictures the church as the bride. Mm-hmm. So this Samaritan woman and the village become part of that bride. So this is, it's a heavenly marriage. It's not the earthly marriage, but that's exactly what's going on here. So yeah. what a what a powerful, powerful that's really play cool. on these Old Testament connections. Diving in a little bit to the conversation here uh, around the well, I guess we'll, we'll just put it that way. Sure. Um, she, she mentions to Jesus, you talk about this water. Are you greater than Jacob who... Uh, dug the well, provides the well, gave the well to Joseph. A few things going on there. Uh, number one, it is pretty remarkable to think if this well, or since this well goes back to the time of the patriarchs, this is a well that is never given out. Oh, I mean, when we talk about living water, this is a well that hasn't run dry. Oh, are you, are you greater than Jacob? You got a better well than his well? Oh, that's fantastic. I have I've not ever thought about that before. So what you're seeing here is this. This is long term. This has mm-hmm. provided life and sustenance for hundreds, yeah, centuries, millennia centuries, yeah. that this is how long this well has been working. You don't even have a scoop or a bucket. Yeah. How are you going to, you're going to provide me a well that's done better than this one? Mm-hmm. Are you mm-hmm. greater than Jacob? Huh. What a great So great you got question. that. Then you have, um, and that's about the quality of the well itself, but then I'm just dropping names like Jacob and Joseph. These are patriarchs. Mm. And are you greater than Jacob? Are you greater than Joseph? And Jesus, of course, says, yeah. <laughs> well, it shows that this Samaritan woman evidently knows some Genesis history, sure. doesn't it? Yeah. Because you can go back to the scriptures and see where this where this well originated. I think that uh, as, as I'm listening to this question, it seems to me that maybe this is another one of those cases where John, our author, is he's not making up conversation, but he's taking the conversation that was there to make a rhetorical point. Okay. He, in, in the words of this woman, asks a question, are you greater than Jacob? Mm-hmm. And we as the readers are supposed to supply the answer. And what's the answer? Yes. 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 Yes, I am greater than Jacob. the son of God. And if you recall, do you remember when Jesus was talking to Nathaniel? He said to Nathaniel, boy, just because I told you I saw you under the fig tree, you believe? Look, you're going to see greater things than that. You ain't mm-hmm. seen nothing yet. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do when you see the angels ascending and descending from heaven on the Son of Man? Well, that was a callback to Jacob. Mm-hmm. That was a callback to Jacob at Bethel when he had the dream and he saw the angels ascending and descending. I think Jewish readers, as they're getting to this point— I think they would make that connection. Oh, here is Jesus demonstrating himself as Jacob, the superior Jacob, the new Jacob. And the reason he is is because he's actually going to provide living water, Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. not just a well that never runs dry, not just a, a well that itself doesn't die. But it's going to be water that causes the people who drink it to never die. Yeah. Because, of course, this woman, having drunk from this well, is going to die. Mm-hmm. Everyone who drank from that well, they end up getting thirsty again, and eventually they die, no matter right. how much of that water they drink. But Jesus is going to provide a water of life, mm. a water that strengthens. But again, we're talking about a heavenly meaning, not, not an earthly meaning. Yeah. We're, we're not looking for the fountain of youth somewhere. We're not looking for some some well that if I drink it now I'm going to never you know, I'm going to be young and 
Yeah. You know, we're talking about a heavenly meaning. We're talking about an eternal life, an abundant, victorious life, not an earthly biological life. So uh, I know that uh, you like to get around and explore Florida a little bit, and and, and I do. And I, and I <laughs> got I to go. You, yeah, you like to do that. Well, I do. And I, going over <laughs> to uh, St. Augustine and seeing where uh, Ponce de Leon landed, and, and he was looking for, you know, a, a fountain of youth. And they have, you know, they have the spot where there was a spring and it's, it's kind of one of those deals. Hey, if this wasn't the spring he found, then you can see it from here. <laughs> and so I've, I've got to drink some of the, the fountain of youth there. So going there, did it make the story of Ponce de Leon more real for you? Oh, and a lot of fun. Just like pulls but it off the I'm page. I'll tell you, the water's not all that, not all that tasty. <laughs> and Ponce de Leon died. And he died. And he died. He died. But anyway, it makes it real for us. People have been looking for the fountain of youth. People are looking for life. Yes. There's only one source. It is Jesus Christ. It's Jesus Christ. Think about this, the story of God. When God planted a garden, there were rivers of life. Mm. And of course, Adam and Eve ate from the tree of the knowledge tree. of good and evil, and they were kicked out of that garden. They were cut off from it. The, the cherubim were placed in the way so they couldn't get back to it. They can't eat from the tree of life. They can't drink from the waters of life. And the, where the book ends for us is in the book of Revelation, where God presents a, a vision of a city that has a river of life, and on either side of it, the trees of life bearing their fruit in their season, from which those who follow the Lord can eat and have life eternal. Yeah. And drink freely. And drink freely. And between those two pictures, we end up with places like Psalm 1, where it talks about the contrast between the wicked Mm -hmm. And the one who meditates upon God's word and upon his will he says, you know, blessed is the man who doesn't walk in the way of sinners or uh, walk in the counsel of sinners or stand in the way of uh, sinners or sit in the seat of the scoffers, but who meditates on his law. They will be like a tree planted by the waters who bears mm -hmm. its fruit in its seasons, who, whose leaf doesn't wither. We've got it in Jeremiah 17. In Ezekiel, there's the picture of the temple and the waters flowing from it. And now Jesus comes along and says, I'm going to give you that water. We'll find out in John 7 what he's really talking about, but, but it's, it's a water that produces life. Amen. And I, I want to drink some of that. How about we go ahead and wrap up with a prayer, brother? Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you for this time to be together and to study John chapter 4, talk about it, to see, Father, that there is living water. And we pray that we might know the right questions to be asking Jesus, uh, to know the truth, that we might be your people who worship you in spirit and in truth, who are born of water and spirit by the power of your gospel. Uh, we can be confused sometimes looking at your word also, but we trust you, Father, to share with us the knowledge that we need, the way, the truth, the life, which is in Christ. And in his name we pray, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic steady, day. Steady, pass the word along. 
Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna! Christ is captain of the mighty throne. Hey, Edwin. Hey, what? Hammer down, buddy. <laughs> oh Keep an eye out. Watch out for them bear. <laughs> Ten four.